Welcome to an emergency edition of the Marketplace. Free agency, when we've come together this quickly, has primarily been around players signing at a new team or stating their intention to go elsewhere. We haven't had a lot of movement in the coaching space, and now we've got a very, very big move. I'm Jack Heverin. I'm alongside the best newsbreaker in Australian basketball, Olgan Eulich from ESPN.com.au, and this is why he's the best in the business. Olgan, tell us about the Sydney Kings. Yeah, Jack, uh, Chase Buford, who spent two seasons with the Sydney Kings, won two championships with the Sydney Kings, is out as head coach. Uh, the, he had a team option for this upcoming season. Uh, the Sydney Kings wanted an answer, basically. Will you be coaching the Sydney Kings for the 2023-24 season, or will you be pursuing a, a, a coaching position in the NBA? Chase Buford wasn't able to give them that answer. And so this is where we're, we're left. The Kings had to decline his option. And now the Kings, you know, two-time reigning NBL champions are in a, a hunt for a new head coach. It does seem interesting, given that Chase has coached them to their last two titles. Outside looking in, and we don't know all the machinations, obviously, but you would think, isn't there a way that they could work this all out? But are you saying that there had been a deadline in place and they, they hit the deadline and a call had to be made? Well, the deadline was May 15. Now, that was the date in which the uh, option had to either be exercised or declined. Um, you know, the, contextually, it's important to understand the, the Sydney Kings over the past few seasons. They were in this situation a few years ago with Will Weaver, where they went through an entire off-season with Weaver as head coach. Uh, an opportunity at the Houston Rockets opened up for Weaver to join as an assistant coach, and, and he went and did that, and it left the Sydney Kings with Adam Ford, who had a really limited off-season and then you know, wasn't able to really find his feet throughout the regular season. So the Sydney Kings didn't want to do that again. They have practically their entire starting lineup to fill. And so in order to effectively recruit imports, in order to effectively, you know, uh, operate as a franchise going into, you know, the really important part of free agency, you need to have a head coach in place and you need to be able to tell these high-level imports that you're chasing, hey, look, this is going to be your head coach and there is it, there is no uncertain terms about it. Unfortunately, Chase Buford, who is currently looking at NBA opportunities, doesn't have one just yet, but he probably will get one. Um, you know, he's looking at those opportunities. He wasn't able to give them that sort of peace of mind, that that exclusive commitment. And so the Sydney Kings basically had to had to cut rope. In a way, it does feel like a shame, doesn't it? Only once in Sydney's history before have they won three in a row. There was something special about potentially Chase being the man to take them to that third title, and now he won't get that opportunity. But I guess you can also understand the Kings side of things. Yeah, of course. And, and look, Chase Buford will leave the NBL as you know one of its best coaches of all time. You, know, you, you come for two seasons, you win two championships, and you potentially, hopefully... Uh, go get an NBA job. You know, that is an incredible tenure. You know, he was a character. He wore his heart on his sleeve. He was incredibly passionate. He was emotional at times. Um, as a journalist, there was a, a, a mutual, um, you know, respect <laughs> for each other. You know, he there, there, was a, there was a sense that he appreciated, uh, you know, people who either came at him or, or, or criticized the league or criticized the team in good faith. And, and I feel like there was a really healthy back and forth there. And then from a basketball perspective, you know, he was a really, really impressive coach. You know, the, the way the Sydney Kings played, you know, a really up-tempo. The, the coaching style of Chase Buford is steeped in modernity. It is analytics and data-driven. Um, you know, they are a team that were one of the best defenses for, for both of his seasons. They had the best record in the league. They won two championships. And so 
what he did on the court is unimpeachable. He he was the best coach for two seasons. He had the Sydney Kings clicking like no one has in, in more than more than a decade. Um, so it, it is a big loss for the NBL and a, and a bigger loss for the Kings. So let, let's talk about the vacancy now, and we wish Chase all the best in his further pursuits, but it, it, the two-time champions are now without a coach, hence why we're here together for an emergency episode. I, I noticed in the statement that at the very bottom, a global search will begin, to paraphrase. Um, the Kings have got a lot of contacts around the world. We've seen this with the way that they land imports. Um, how far and wide do you think this search will extend? Basically as far and wide as it could. Uh, the the Sydney Kings' front office, their ownership group, their decision makers are really unique. It, it is Chris Pongrass who has that experience with the Memphis Grizzlies. It's, it's Andrew Bogut. It's Luke Longley. You know, the, these these contacts stretch far and wide. And so, you know, you're looking at coaches in the NBA, in the NBA G League, up and coming coaches. You know, it was, first, think of a few seasons ago, it was Will Weaver who was, you know, an, an sort of an upcoming young coach who then, you know, blossomed into what he is today. The same with Chase Buford, you know, an up-and-coming coach. He was 32 when he got that job with the Sydney Kings. He's 34, has two NBL titles under his belt and, you know, should be going on to bigger and better things. But, you know, this is, it's the sort of job that when this opening happened prior to Chase Buford, I called it um, the most coveted coaching job outside the NBA. That's just the reality of what this is, right? Achieve success in Sydney with the Sydney Kings, um, with this ownership group and this this front office and with this team. And there is a good chance that you'll be on to bigger and better things. And so with the, with the decision makers in place, you can imagine this coaching search will in fact be global. They do have a, a fantastic coaching group when it comes to the existing assistant coaches. Daniel Kickett, Kevin Lish, who's been a long-time assistant, and Fleur McIntyre. Is there any potential that one of those three as an internal candidate may get the nod? I'd say it's unlikely. You know, the, the, historically, the Sydney Kings... Uh, have been really uh, innovative with who they go after when it comes to you know that that head coaching position. You know, I, it's unlikely that it's going to be you know someone in Australia. I think they like to find you know that that diamond in the rough. You know, maybe the 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 guy or the the person who's succeeding over in the NBA G League or someone who's excelling at a really high level in Europe. That that's that sort of person, and I think. They, they, they want to do that again. You know, they had success with Will Weaver. They had success with Chase Buford. I imagine, the, the, from what I understand, that the coaching search will, will follow along those sorts of lines. Are they under any time pressure? Do, having spoken to the Kings today, Olgan, do, do they feel as if they need to get this thing happening really quickly? Well, well, yes and no. Yes, in the sense of this is the reason why there was such a strict deadline on Buford's decision. They need to be able to recruit imports, right? There, there's two months until teams, NBL teams travel to Las Vegas for the NBA Summer League. You know, you need to have a head coach in place. You need to have, you know, your, your systems in place, your protocols in place before you go and recruit these high-level imports. So it, it would, the, the timing of this means that there is some level of urgency to it. They need to be able to lock in this head coach, ideally before the Summer League, so they can travel and they to the Summer League with that head coach. They can recruit with that head coach in mind. Um, that, that's probably where the timeline is. I don't think it'll stretch beyond two months. Just before we let you go, and Sydney was the, the basis of our emergency episode, it would be remiss of us not to talk about some other coaching news that you broke uh, late last night, early today, around John Rilly and the Perth Wildcats. John Rilly is, uh, well, his team option for the 2024-25 season has been picked up. Um, you know, they, they have faith in John Rilly and what he's doing as head coach over in Perth. 
Um, you know, they recruited that way as far as, you know, stylistically, the players that they've brought in. Um, you know, when I, I questioned Danny Mills about this toward the end of last season, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on John Reilly? You know, we're, we're hearing about certain coaches that might be on the rocks. He gave me a really explicit no. Like where we have leaned in, we have lent into John Reilly and, and that's not going to change. And so this extension, which is, well, this, the picking up of this option uh, for that, for the third year of that deal is completely unsurprising. Great news for John. And now we watch on with interest with the Sydney Kings. As Olgan said, it is one of the best jobs in international basketball. There'll be no shortage of candidates. No question about that. We'll watch on with interest. Olgan, great work by you. As I say, you've shown why you're the best newsbreaker in Australian basketball. Well done. And we'll chat soon on the Marketplace. See you soon, Jack. And thanks for being with us. Of course, you can stay up to date with all the latest news. You can follow Olgan on Twitter and social media, and you can follow the NBL on all of our social media platforms as well. Until next time, thanks for watching The Marketplace. 